I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been successful in life? Indeed, how have you lived? We need to get that out of the intro, Sean. I know, I know. But we're back for another week of the Young Man Analysis. Uh, We missed you last week, but uh, glad to to be back with you. Um, Sean, do we want to talk about two weeks ago? We'll just the, like the, week, the week off could have came at a better time. Uh, it was a nice palate cleanser from the filth that was UFC 297 for multiple reasons. Um, hey, Canadian MMA is just uh, just waiting to break out. <laughs> when when they finally win one, and by they I mean the, the fellas here, because uh, the ladies are holding up their end of the bargain. Uh, spoiler alert, we might have one consensus bet for each of the ladies that got a victory a couple weeks ago. You know, two weeks without a show, two ladies win, two consensus bets. It's all lining up. It's going to be perfect. Um, but yeah, the uh, the rest of it, whew, men's MMA is in a rough place in this country. It's uh, scary. That... Women's bantamweight is is right up there with the Canadian men's MMA. At uh, yikes! Um, Actually, didn't watch that. I watched a couple of the prelims. Um, yep. Jimmy Flick, obviously, and it wasn't. Jeez, uh, what am I? What am I looking for here? Uh, anyway, I watched the main event and a, a couple other fights on the main card. The Magni Medoving, obviously, gotta watch the Magni Medoving happen. Um, but yeah, it wasn't something that I was interested in. It turned out to be something that wasn't all that interesting in practice either. So, big shock. Fun. Yeah, big shock. So let's uh, let's move along with some haste. Uh, consensus, Jimmy Flick, by the way. So undefeated to start the year, not unlike Canadian women's MMA. Uh, This week, UFC Vegas 83. Is that what I clicked on over at the the Mason book? UFC Vegas 85. UFC on ESPN 93. Too many numbers, man. Um, But very much like my recollection of what number it is, uh, card... Relatively forgettable. We'll see if we can find you some bets in here, though. Um, generic Russian guy number one versus generic Russian guy number two. Uh, I think if you actually like simulate 30 years through the UFC video game, uh, it just is all dudes named like this that are in every division. They're all bald. They all got a beard. Same dude. Uh, anyway, those two guys are fighting in the main event of this one and a bunch of other stuff, but we are going to kick it off. In tremendous fashion. <laughs> a little, little dip into the pool with the uh, the fellas Thomas Peterson and Jamal Pogos. Sean. 
Yeah, let's get some some fatties right out of the way, right out the chute. Um, I <laughs> even money. Well, not even. You got some juice on the over two and a half, which is not really surprising. Pogues is not good, and he goes to a ton of decisions since he's came to the UFC. Uh, I don't know if this Thomas Peterson fella is is really any good. Um, got nothing but finishes. He's getting key locks in 2023. Um, oh Lord, it's this is this is special. Uh, I will probably take the dog, and it's going to be terrible. Probably won't watch. I know it's tough at minus two forty, minus two thirty, but it might be might be a parlay piece if if you're really really jonesing because this this card is is tough to find some some decent bets on. So that might be the way I end up going. Yeah, I don't mind the over any way you want to play it here. Um, Maybe because of uh, recent traumatization, I'll take the over two and a half instead of fight goes the distance here, uh, especially because there's only a few sets difference. But I think this is just going to be two bags of meat hugging on each other for uh, the better part of 15 minutes. Uh, Both guys like to get in there and try and wrestle. And I think it's just going to end up with two tired guys in the clinch in this one. So I uh, gave me the decision. What's the, uh, who's got the better decision prop. It's gotta be pokes, right? Yeah. Oh no. Peterson. Oh no. It's two, 200, 265. I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's getting bad. We're not getting full lines at, at a lot of shops until like Thursdays and shit like that. Like, man, UFC's needs to, uh, to get some shit going because not even the bookmakers are, are trying to give a fuck it right now. I'm getting lacrosse lines before I'm getting UFC lines. That's sport of the future, folks. Cross. Look it up. Uh, anyway, fatty's going to fatty big time in that one. Lightweight division. This is rough for a while, folks. So bear <laughs> with us. We're doing what we can. Uh, Markel Medeiros taking on Landon Quinones. Yeah, Kinona has had a fun fight with Hack Parast. Um, I think that's more of a bad look on on Hack Parast. He hit this dude a ton and couldn't really do too too much with it. Uh, as we know, it seems like Hack Parast has absolute pillow hands. I, I know he's got the last guy he fought out of there, but eesh. Um, Madero seems like he he hits quite a bit harder than Hack Parast, so. Uh, if I was to play some, it'd probably be uh, Medeiros bike TKO at like plus two hundred. Not an amazing line, especially in a in an almost pick 'em fight. But um, I don't really want much much action on on a fight between this uh, this low level of guys. So hopefully it's a war. Uh, I think Kinones gets uh, gets hit a bit harder this time and, and probably gets put away. Yeah, I think if I had to play something here, I'd probably look at the under. Um, Both guys hit. Both guys can get hit. Both guys seem to have a little bit of power. So I'd look at that, but I 
no strong opinions on this whatsoever. Um, if, when I watch it, uh, it'll be a learning experience for me. Women's flyweight division, Luana Carolina taking on Julija Stinkarenko. Is that how, is that our power boy Shag says it? Is that, is uh, that Stoli Stinko? I can't remember. Either way, she's bad. She is bad. Uh, it, it is quite funny that she arm bars in less than two minutes Molly McCann, and she is third third fright to go, and uh, is McCann the uh, the prelim main event on this card or some shit like that? Uh, it's quite meatball. quite enjoyable. <laughs> meatball brings the folks. All right? Everybody loves the meatball. Um, yeah. Yeah, obviously, Stoli Stinko's path to victory is armbar, likely early. Um, does she get it? It's it's possible, probable, I guess. Um, I'm still taking the dog. I'm not betting it, probably. But uh, when when a fighter has basically one path to victory, and she isn't that good. It's it's hard not to take the other side at, at dog prices, but it's it's also low level shit. So what can you do? What do you mean that good? Just like not not good at all. Yeah. Um. Anyway, on this fight, I think if you want to like do a little hedgy hedge, um, you go with Stinko round one sub. Not the greatest price. You can get like close to 500 out there, which is not bad because that is her way to win the fight. Um, and then just take Carolina by decision if the, the gap is big enough, but money line too, because sometimes Stinko will uh, quit towards the end of fights. So uh, you can do that if you want. I'm just going to go against my, my normal instinct, uh, which would be taking the big sub number on the prop uh, and go with just the dog, which is like kind of with my instincts. And it's going to be the dog in Toutmaster, obviously. Obviously. Speaking of which, uh, Wes is in second. Second place. Let's see how long it lasts. It's it's early, but uh, yeah, he had a he had a very good uh, 297. Uh, he had some, some nice dogs. He had the Magni Madoff uh, he had a couple other ones and a pretty good first event. So good luck to that, sir. Yeah. Nice. Show up next time, maybe. Yeah. Jeez. Um, featherweight division. Blake Bob the Builder taking on, is his nickname the, it should be the, but it's not, is it? His nickname the is Koreans. L Animal. That's... Oh, Builders, yes. How is his nickname not just The? He could be Blake the Builder instead of Bob the Builder, you know? Yeah, but that would that would take some some, some comedic sense and brain cells, and obviously that it's might literally be the first thing that came in my mind, Sean. It's, I know, uh, it doesn't take much. You're struggling. Okay. You're the man of the uh, nickname. He's taking on Jung Young Lee. I probably said his name out of order from the way it's supposed to be said um, because I was just reading it off Dapology. I apologize for being ignorant. Sean, break it down. 
That's I, I think you did pretty good there. Um it it's hard to know how good Lee is because of course he just demolished the guys on on road to UFC um that are absolutely terrible and then wins a, a split when he actually makes his UFC debut against, you know, another another pretty pretty mediocre fighter. Um Blake Builder is not great. Um but it's it's hard for me not to pick the guy that is seems much more established and you know if if he can win a decision uh I don't know if if this Lee fella can so I'll be picking Builder in in Toutmaster but I don't want to bet him. Um uh, did you see that Lee won against the long lost brother of the Riza and the Jizza? The Yizza? The Yizza. The Yizza. I hope the, the Asian brother. Better shot. Um, his, his second album is where he really comes to life. Oh, yeah. Um, not a lot here. I, I kind of agree with what you said. Uh, Builder, we've seen in the UFC a couple times. It seems like he's close to belonging here. Uh, he can grind on dudes a little bit, and I'm not sure how much uh, Lee has faced that over in Korea past. So, probably builder decision, but I would kind of hope that this guy's actually pretty good and knocks him out, because that would be a, a relatively impressive guy to, to knock out. Uh, no bet on that one for me. I guess... Toadmaster, another dog. Uh, so that's going to go well. Welterweight division. We got Pete the Heat. The Heat, baby. Uh, he's taking on Temba Grimbo. Uh, he's the the rock bottom of house or something. I don't know. There's something like that. Yeah, he was so poor that, yes, it's such a, such a good story for, for MMA. That uh, guy. <laughs> Needs the rock to buy him a house. Um, Pete Rodriguez is not good. He does have big power. Uh, I don't think Garimbo is very good. This guy, like, yeah, he's he's had a, a decent amount of fights, but he's shown some some pretty big holes uh, at this stage. And I don't know if if I was gonna, <laughs> like I said, there's there's not much that I like on this card. But if if I was gonna go bet something, it would probably be Rodriguez KO or KO round one. Like him KO is only like plus two sixty five, plus three hundred. That's that's not great considering his money lines plus two ten. Like what the fuck? They're they're really they're really uh, figuring it out. So. um I probably just pass and and hopefully Pete Rodriguez does you know makes makes some portion of the MMA fan uh you know a fandom sad by knocking out this fool. Um yeah, I was just uh, when I was turning my head sideways, uh, sorry about that. I was zooming in on the picture that he's got on the old tapology uh and it's him holding a UFC belt. Uh I feel like that is poor juju. Um, so he's going to lose to Pete the Heat because he's just brought it upon himself by, by putting that out there for the MMA gods. Um, what did you say the, uh, 
that price was on round one, not enough. Round one might be a little bit better. I only looked at uh, just TKO, but round, him round one is plus 500. So him round one TKO is, yeah, same. same, like 500, <laughs> 550. <laughs> <laughs> There's one book where it's 50 cents different. But yeah, love it. That one they figured out. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some some nicer pricing at the old bet 365 when, when they drop some, some odds. Indeed, but uh, yeah, I think I... I think I might dabble in a little beat the heat round one because why not? Why not? If I'm going to be watching this, I'm going to be making stupid bets on it. Uh, flyweight division, Charles Johnson taking on Azup Maxum. Uh, I think that is the name of a Magnum condom over in Uzbekistan. Uh, it's, they call it an Azup Maxum. Anyway, off to you. That's that's Kazakhstan, Bradley. Not Uzbekistan. Kazakhstan's taken over, man. There's Apparently, a lot yeah. of fighters showing up. Um, this is the guy, like, I'm pretty sure we consensus Tyson Nam against him and lost a split. Um, good, bet. good bet. That was a good bet for us, but it, it didn't cash. Uh, doesn't seem like uh, Maxim's that good. Unfortunately, he's probably just going to take down Charles Johnson a million times because Charles Johnson can get up, but he gets taken down a million times. So this is going to be one of those fights. I guess maybe if he keeps getting up, maybe Maxim tires and and maybe Johnson can take over late. But by that time, I don't think he'll get a finish. So it might be just too much, too, too little, too late. Um, so I'll be picking Maxim, but I, I don't really like that price tag. Yeah, I feel like uh, Johnson's one of those guys that benefited from the late rounds on the regional circuit. I could be completely making that up, uh, but it feels right uh, just based on his style. So as you said, he's going to get taken down. I could see him coming back and maybe winning round three. Don't see him winning the fight. Um and this all seems pretty accurate in terms of money line, the total heavily juiced towards this going to a decision, uh, and then the, the condom man not being able to finish. So it, it all lines up. Uh, nothing for me on that one. Prelim headliner. For meatballs, bring all the boys to the yard, Sean. Meatbally McCann <laughs> taking on the breast breakfast biscuits. Whew. Almost had a little slip there. Uh, very unprofessional of me. Take it away. Uh, Molly McCann is not good. Uh, she got some some interesting wins uh, in on some fight cards that you know helped her become good. But, I mean, it wasn't a great first fight for the Belbita Cheese, getting 30-25. Um, Usually not I good. think, she, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think she's got better. Uh, and I don't think McCann is as good as, as kind of what she showed there. Um, so I, I'll be throwing a dart on the, on the Belbita Cheese. Pure uh, meatball fade. 
yeah, I'm I'm good with the the meatball fade. Uh, always, I know they fought before. I know it very much went uh, towards the the meatball-y side of things. I'm not sure how much better Belbita has gotten, but I I know that meatball-y isn't any better at all. Um, so I think this is certainly going to be much closer than the first fight. And it's weird women's MMA. And sometimes Belbita is Canadian, which means that because she's women's MMA, uh, she's going to win. So easy. Uh, plus 223 at the old Mason book. There's some plus 220s out there. We're going to go plus 22. Plus 223, Taffy. First consensus. Yikes. Yeah, very scary. <laughs> Don't feel good about it at all. Main card, welterweight division. Oh. Gilbert Urbina. <laughs> Charles Radke. I feel like Radke had an interview that people either really enjoyed or he said something potentially uh off. Oh, there's some people that have, that probably enjoyed it. They just are <laughs> not good people. <laughs> uh I, okay, that that makes sense. That makes mm. more sense. You know. Yeah. Um but anyway, those two guys are fighting. Chuck Yeah. Buffalo. Of co- of course, you know. Just Starting the main card with Urbina versus Radke. Charlie Radke seems like a moron. He also doesn't seem that good. Uh, I know he beat the Blood Diamond, but that's not really that impressive. Um, I also don't think Gilbert Urbina is very good. Um, To be fair... The guys he's lost to. I know Wes has the absolute biggest hate on for, for Brian Battle, but he's turned out to, you know, beat the people he should beat and even some he might have not uh, have beat in the UFC. Uh, so maybe he's not terrible. Um, I'll take Urbina. Radke's a moron. Uh, don't care. Um, yeah, I feel like... Uh, the Blood Brother Pride tattoo. That's mm. an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can just shorten that up, man. You can, if if you want to say it, you just go ahead and say it. Uh, you just you just put that W H I T. I kind of want him to win. I, I really want, kind of want him to win to to see if they give him the mic and what kind of absolute garbage comes out, and then Dana can you know say, oh, well we're all about free speech, or he'll actually have to say something if it's bad enough. <laughs> Ooh. There's no uh, Palestinian or Afghan fighters on this card because then uh, so we're safe. We're like, safe that so why way. Wasn't- why wasn't this guy uh, able to walk out with his flag? But that dude could say that. Free speech, what? Um, anyway, don't really care about this fight. I don't know why it's on the main card. And we're going to move on to the middleweight division. I kind of understand why this is on the main card. Because 
This is one of those uh, Dagestani guys that they're hyping the shit out of. And he's taking on Floyd Mayweather's uh, tax write-off, Mahmoud Muradov. Uh, it's it's hilarious that Muradov is like, he's just most known for that because of, you know, he's just the most bland dude in the UFC. He doesn't really have that great of record. Has lost when he's stepped up. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's got skills, but I'm not getting Barbarina out of there last time is granted. Of course I bet him. So it was 2023 and I bet him. So of course he didn't finish Brian Barbarina regardless. That is a bad, bad look. He battered the shit out of him, but not being able to put him is, is not a great look. Um, how good is is the Russian the the Kriziev? I I don't know. Uh, it's it's tough to to know. He never fights. Like you know, he's he's had at most two fights in a. He's had a he's had two fights in a year. Once in the last six years, <laughs> dude never fights. So it's it's hard to know if he's you know getting better. He is 33, so that's I know it's middleweights, but you know he he's an undefeated dude. He should be fighting lots, like if he wants to do anything. Uh, yet for whatever reason it is, I don't know uh, what specifically the reason is. He never fights. He's probably the better guy. I think he probably gets Muradov down uh, and maybe tires him out. Um, Mirshart got Muradov down. Um, that's the Mirror Come on. I know. The, the Meerkat's jujitsu is good. His offensive wrestling is is okay. <laughs> um so yeah, I, I think uh Krasiev, you know, gets him down and, and wins. Um I guess prob it's tough to say. Like Muradov's been subbed four times. I that's probably the the route it goes. Uh Kriziev, you know. Has a bunch of TKO wins, but that was kind of on the, the Russian regional scene. And his two kind of UFC fights, they're both subs. So that would probably be the direction I would go. I think that's reasonable. Um, I would like to bet against Kizriev, and I'm going to at some point. I don't think this is it. Uh, I think he can grind a little bit. I mean, if his hands don't get to, to Muradov, because uh, I know it was mostly a fatigue thing, but when the, the meerkat puts you down like that, um, that's <laughs> uh, that's not ideal. So, I, I do lean Kizriev, or not lean, I'm picking Kizriev in this fight. Gonna be fading him soon. So. And both these guys, I mean, Kizriev from noted juicer camp, uh, over in Machachkala with the, the mac and cheese and Khabib and all the best EPO known to man. Uh, and Muradov got that Mayweather money, so you know he's going to be on some good shit. So now that Usada's gone, this might be a pretty good fight, actually. Let's see. Let's see. I'll be disappointed if these guys aren't juiced to the gills coming into this one. Women's flyweight division. Uh, future champ. Everyone's saying it. All the people. Uh, Natalia Silva 
She's taking on Viviane Carujao. Yeah, this is this is kind of old UFC seasoned fighter versus the the hype machine. Uh, Silva's twenty six, Arujao's thirty seven. I mean, it, it it doesn't look great for Arujao, but I don't know. There's could not Natalia Silva be that good? Maybe she did. You know. It's not like she's just a flawless fighter. She did lose early on in her career. She did lose to Marina Rodriguez. Um, so, like, I, I don't think she's just some untouchable fighter. Uh, I think Arujo is, is a good test for her. Um, Arujo is kind of good, okay everywhere. Um, and she's tough. So, I'll, I think it's worth a shot to, to see if Silva is that good. She couldn't put Andrea Lee out of there. Uh, she beat her fairly decisively, but um, I don't know if if a fighter that's probably not going to get a finish, if she should be minus 350 and climbing uh, in, in a women's MMA fight. So I'm um, taking a shot on Silva. Looks like plus 285 is, is best price uh, that I can see. That's That's pretty nice. Same. Uh, we've seen Arujao in there against good opponents, and she's always been pretty competitive. Um, I, I was just trying... For some reason, the uh, the UFC stats page won't load on my laptop. Um, well, it's probably got, yeah, it, it's probably got some sort of weird uh, tracker on there that my computer doesn't like. Um, but... Yeah, um, I know they both fought Andrea Lee in quite different fights. Like, uh, Rougeau sort of forced the the grappling in that fight, and Silva just kept it on the feet the entire time. So I think we might see some takedowns out of Rougeau in this one. If it's on the feet, it's not going to be a blowout. Uh, Nobody's getting knocked out here, and Rougeau at least looks like she's throwing hard punches, uh, which is good as far as the judges go. So, yeah, we're uh, we're going to throw another half unit on Vivia Rougeau, plus 285, as the second consensus bet of the week. Sean, it feels so gross. It disgusting. is disgusting. But, I mean, it's... it's, it's that's what, what this have. card deserves. That's, that's what this card deserves. <laughs> uh, welterweight division... Andy Brown taking on Muslim Salikov. I think when this was originally booked, I bet Salikov. Uh, I know I was just throwing fucking darts at the wall last year after just uh, losing <laughs> in every way possible. Had time to collect your thoughts. Yeah, I feel like I've had some time to collect and, and be a little pickier to, to start 2024. Uh Randy Brown probably wins this fight. If he's smart, he he takes down Salikov. Um, the yeah. first round, I know. <laughs> he took the third man down. He he did take the third man down. Um, but yeah, if 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 he doesn't, it it gets sketchier. Um, I think regardless, you know, Salikov seems to have okay takedown for defense for a couple minutes. So. That first round might be a little sketchy, but 
I, I don't think Salikov just wipes him out. Brown has shown a bit of a suspect chin, so it, it's definitely possible. But I think Brown survives those early couple minutes that aren't great. Uh, if he can mix in some wrestling and he just uses his reach to to win a decision here. Yeah, to me, Randy Brown's kind of one of those classic guys where love betting him as a dog, hate betting him. Don't mind betting him as like a, a close favorite, Small, but when you get up favorite, to like, yeah. <laughs> you got to parlay him territory. Um, not the type of guy that I, I really want to be betting. So uh, I think this is probably going to be a pass for me. I know we've seen more grappling out of Salikov lately. Um, might just be the guys that he's facing. Uh, and I don't know that that will work against Brown. Um, but I think if this stays on the feet, Brown's long, but I feel like Salikov knows how to use his length a little bit better. Um, definitely a better kicker uh, of the, the two fighters here. So I don't know uh, if, if I was forced into something, the arm was twisted. Uh, I think I'd probably be looking at like Salikov decision at a, a big price. Um, Cause I think it's just going to be probably competitive 15 minute standup fight. And that's five fifty ish, allegedly. So maybe I'll find my way into something. Uh, and finally, finally, we have reached the only good fight of the card: lightweight division, Renato Moicano taking on Drew Dober. Sean. I'm a bit surprised the price is where it is. Now, I we, we've made a bunch of money on, on Drew Dober knocking fools out. Um, yep. And I think I had the... I don't think... I, I might have had Ricky... Did I have Ricky Glenn last time? I might have. I might have mushed Ricky Glenn into getting knocked the fuck out in, in two and a half minutes to, to Dro- Dober last time out there. The man has big power. Um He's shown a, a pretty good chin. Uh, he had some really good recovery uh, against McKinney. The kryptonite is always going to be the grappling. Uh, I think if Makano was smart, once again, he goes for takedowns. He gets them, and he he locks up a sub. Um, I don't know if uh, Makano's, you know, new uh, persona... Uh, is gonna get him into trouble here and, and into a, a bit of a brawl because that would be a very bad idea against a, a big puncher. Uh, so hopefully he's just he's 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 does what he's been doing and and he's a, a wild man, but he also is gonna take this dude down and, and choke him because that's that's the path that I think um, I might parlay. Moicano, if I can find him, find something to put him with. Um, him inside is like plus 140, plus 120. I think that's probably uh, a pretty decent bet because he he is a very offensive fighter. And, you know, if, if Dober doesn't get him out of there early, I think he kind of just takes over and wears out Dober and, and probably chokes him out. But um, so, yeah, I like Moicano. It is scary betting against Drew Dober uh, with with that power, but 
uh, I think Mykano is is obviously the 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 better, more skilled fighter. Has fought the better competition. Um, it's just MMA stupid sometimes. Who's listening? I'm just trying to uh, hop over it? to to Betway because um, I, I figured the minus 145 had to be wrong, uh, and it is. It's was that the money line? Money. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah. what's got on on fight odds. Um, but I was like, no, there's no way that that's yeah, right. there's and no it's, way it's not right. Um, sorry, sad. That's okay. I agree. Uh, I, I think that Moicano's wrestling isn't great. Uh, like I think he's only taken a couple guys down multiple times. Jaya Herbert, I know he wrestled a bunch. Um, whoever he fought after that, I think he got a couple takedowns. But he's also the kind of guy that doesn't necessarily need a good, clean takedown to be able to hop on your back and and find that position. So as long as he is willing to initiate grappling and scramble and prolong those sequences, he's going to be fine here. If he just sits outside and thinks that he's going to be able to kick Drew Dober's legs and get away with it... um, He's going to get hit by one of the heaviest hitters at 155. And this is a guy who basically needed uh, Rafael Dos Anjos to stop punching him to start having success at the end of that fight. Uh, and that was like out of pity um, that, that he just kind of stopped hitting him, I think. Uh, but we've seen Moicano get cracked. Uh, by a lot of dudes and not cutting down to 145 is helpful in that regard, but I don't think it solves the entire problem. So he needs to come out here and fight right. Um, And if he doesn't, there's a very good chance that he's getting knocked out. Um, Do we think it happens in the first seven and a half minutes? I know. I was looking at that. It's just fucking. You got the. You're working against Dober and Boycano, not choking this dude dead. It's that's a tough, tough bet to 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 risk. But um, yeah, I was looking at it as well. Well, we'll see. Um, no, no bet for me at this point on this fight. Uh, maybe we'll get to something on the total or a, a prop here, but I, I think. Just gonna enjoy it. Um, can't say that about a lot of the fights lately. So uh, good for Moicano and Dober. Main event: Roman Doolittle taking on the fake Frenchman Nasruddin Imamov. Sounds French, doesn't he? <laughs> Super French. Uh, it was Alex Hernandez that that Moicano took down. Uh, after after the Jai Herbert fight, and he, he choked him out with a, a rear naked choke, which you know that that could be what we what we see on Saturday, uh, a very similar style of fight. Um, as for the main event, this is tough for me. I bet against Dalidze in every single fight of his in in the UFC. Um, well, I don't except the first couple. You know, the first couple, I'm pretty sure I bet Giles against him. I didn't bet Steripoli, but I'm pretty sure I took Dawkus, Phil Hawes, Jack Hermanson, 
happened. And squeaked out finally uh, a win with with Vittori last time. But I am definitely down money uh, fading Delizze. Um I don't know. The guy just doesn't seem good to me, but he does have some skills. And I don't know if it was just it was also good timing and good matchups. Um, but then he also looked okay against Vittori, who's Vittori is a, a tough, tough guy. Um, and so it's, it's tough. But for a me tough to guy really... where you're also, your question is also like, yeah, he's like tough, but is he actually good? No, he, he's got a hell of a chin <laughs> and he can grind on people. And that's, that's kind of what it comes down to. And in some places that's, that's really all you need. Um, Imavov seems decent. Um, he, he was going to win that Chris Curtis fight, um, if, if for not for the headbutt. Um, other than that, I he's on Curtis in that one. So, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you get some some luck going your way. Um, for the most part, he's looked good uh, in the UFC. I know he lost the the five rounder against Strickland. Turns out Strickland's pretty fucking good. Um, so. I, I think I side with Imovov. I, I can't really find an angle at this point for for the main event. Uh, it's very rare that I, I don't have money in some sort of way on the main event. Um, you know, like some overs. You know, like the Lidze probably has to get a finish and Imovov doesn't seem that easy to finish. Uh, so... I don't know if you, you look at some late round, maybe Imovov, you know, round four, round five or something like that. Uh, those got to be some some decent plus money. But I uh, I really don't have anything. I'll pick Imovov to, to get a late finish. Uh, I think I'm not quite as scarred as Sean is from betting against <laughs> Delizze all the time, uh, even though I also don't think he is good. Uh, so I feel pretty good about Imovov in this spot. I think technically he's a significantly better fighter. Um, I, I know he had some, you know, cardio issues early in his career um, where Phil Hoggs was able to win a round three against him, kind of, <laughs> um, which isn't good. But I think he's sorted that out. And there's just going to be so much more volume coming out of Imovov in this fight that Delize needs to knock him out or grab a weird knee bar or something like that to win this fight. And I just don't see it happening. So uh, I kind of like the overs in here. Uh, If you're looking for a parlay piece over two and a half, I think is fine. Um, But I think Imovov is is pretty safe as well. Uh, I think he's going to win a decision or as you said, maybe he'll pile it up late and get a stoppage. Uh, I lean more towards decision because I still think he's kind of a fraud. Um, But yeah, yeah, you'll probably get a pretty decent price on that. Might even look at uh, like a same game parlay of, uh, of Imavov and over two and a half. People can do those now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes they have boosts on them. So yeah, take, take a look at what your local is offering. Your local, as in whatever is only legal to you in your jurisdiction. We would never promote anything else on this lovely show. 
Um, LR, LR wants you to talk lacrosse. Oh, but where would we want to start? First of all, I am very sorry to hear about the inflation going on in the monger scene in your favorite place in the world, TJ. That's uh, awful. Uh, lacrosse is wonderful. NCAA season is about to start this weekend, actually. Um, Sean knows that's where we, we like to make a couple bucks in the spring when we're waiting for all of our puck futures to cash and, and all that good stuff. Um, so that's going to be fun. I think Duke wins the title this year. Um, it's only plus 500 as a future, though, so not great. Um, but there's really only like five or six teams that actually have a shot to win the national championship. NLL, way better than the NCAA. Uh, although my beloved Toronto Rock suffered their first loss of the season this past week. Um, five and one on the season so far. Can't be mad. Um, I convinced the wife that uh, we're going to go down to Buffalo for the weekend when they're playing Buffalo in March. She gets oh. to do the shopping. I get to eat the wings. We go to a lacrosse game, casino, right beside the arena in Buffalo. So, so that'll be a good weekend. Sean, trip. the oil is flowing. It's like there will be blood part two. Why did they do this to me? I, I was on this podcast just absolutely depressed that we were pissing another year away of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And now they've, they're one win away from tying the record for most wins in a row. And that's, they just, they just can't do it the easy way. Uh, but I can't complain. We're a wagon. Uh, hopefully it continues. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Finally, finally a glimmer of hope. As much as I would like for them to set the record, uh, Bo and I need Aiden Hill to shut them out, to end the win streak so that we can get the, the Vesna train rolling. Uh, I, I, I might be on well. that as well. You'll, you'll <laughs> plus 7,500 was is available when I took it. Uh, so, you know, if, if it happens, it happens. If he has to, you know, run a string of shutouts after he loses to the Oilers, that works as well. Um, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, the the football thing is happening in a couple weeks. Um, I don't know if. So I'm a Lions fan. Um, well, no, we get yeah. in that parking lot and we just oh, 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 eat it you up. Know? Um, I don't know if it's just that I like don't care about football at all anymore or that everyone I talked to in the lead up to the conference championship, I was like, yeah, regardless of what happens, like how the game goes, it was a successful season, you know, feel pretty good about the lions. And then they had to lose in the most lions way possible, but I still wasn't upset about it even when it was happening. So I don't know if I'm just like a very balanced human being who's that. I think you've myself, been beat down enough that you're. Or feelings. I just don't care about football at all in the in the slightest. Don't care, um, or have just been absolutely beat down over the years of the absolute atrocity that is the Detroit Lions. 
can't lie, uh, betting the Niners at halftime helped. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Super Bowl, uh, as LR states, you, you can't bet against Patty Mahomes. Uh, Plus money. Purdy. Like, I don't really watch Niners games. I'm not a not a big football guy. Um, he is not good. He threw, like, double-digit balls that should have been interceptions and managed. See what the KC defense does uh, says about that. Yeah. So, there we go. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, Jake Gyllenhaal got CTE while he was filming the new Roadhouse because he's doing all sorts of weird shit on his latest movie. Um, but we got, got he, he he got the uh, the MMA experience in in a in a couple months. He he got just jacked up on steroids and then got CTE. <laughs> now he he speed ran MMA. He wins. That's right. Um, I think that's enough of our bullshittery for one evening. Though. If we didn't do that, we're a record for. Not or been something shorter than 49 minutes apparently uh, we appreciate you guys see you later